Welcome back to the What's Up and What's Next podcast, the greatest podcast of all times. And today's guest is UK YouTube star. And today's episode is about one thing and one thing only. Today's episode, it's all about bands. Welcome, bands, <laughs> to the show. Welcome, bands. What's up, man? How you doing? Pleasure to be here. You like that intro, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I loved it, bro. You were you were overselling me a little bit. <laughs> nah, 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 it's true. It's true. You, you got to give credit where it's due, man. I appreciate man. that, man. I How are you feeling? That. I'm good, man. I'm excited to be here. You know, um, we've been planning this for a little while now, so I'm glad we could, you know, finally make the time for it. Hundred percent. Do you know a uh, funny thing as well? I was thinking about today's podcast before we came on, and I was remembering like when we first met. Uh, which, right. which is actually quite right. funny because the first time we met was a few years ago. I think it was like 2017. And funnily yeah. enough, you were the one interviewing me. Yeah, <laughs> I was interviewing you. <laughs> yeah, and now the tables have turned. Yeah, and for those for those people that don't know the story, so the way I met Bands was actually like at ESF in 2017. For those who don't know, ESF is European Sports Festival. And so all I remember, bro, I don't know if you remember this, but all I remember is like I woke up. Obviously, breakfast, got ready, went to the sports hall because there's obviously, like, sports games happening. And then I walked in the morning in the sports hall, and I see a few people there I know, so I'm just saying hi to everyone. And I obviously saw Simran, so I said hi to her, whatever. And then I was about to leave the hall to go check out the other hall, in it? And then right. she, she goes to me, yo, yo, hold up, don't go anywhere. I was like, what do you mean? And then she's calling yeah. you, and she's saying, like, oh, you need to come quick, come interview Eric Givraj from Portugal. And as soon yeah. as she said interview, I was like, oh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Because, bro, I had zero sleep, right? I was so sleep-deprived yeah. sleep that morning. And she was like, no, 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 hold up, hold up. And then you turned up and then you interviewed me. And that was the first time I met you. Um, yeah, that whole weekend I was just going around interviewing people because I was part of, like, the social media team or whatever. And, um, yeah, it's crazy, you know, because, like, I remember it briefly, but not exactly, you know what I mean? Because there was, there was just so much going on. Yeah, and, and the, like I said, funnily enough, like, fast forward a few years and now the tables have turned, I'm, I'm interviewing you, so... Yeah, <laughs> that's great, man, that's great. It's good to have you on. But listen, for those who are listening to this episode right now and may not know much about you, tell us a bit more about yourself, bro. So, my real name is Armand, but I go by the name of all our bands on social media and bands on TikTok, and... Um, I make videos, so I make videos in the comedy, prank, challenge sort of genre, and um, yeah, that's pretty much what I do, really. Like, I started off on YouTube, and then, you know, you know, stayed at it for like a year or two, and then I went on TikTok, and then TikTok is what really took off for me, so um, now I'm on like 4 million followers on TikTok, so from like using that TikTok following, I then transferred again to YouTube. So, um, yeah, that's what I do in a nutshell. I just make videos and just just do some dumb stuff, really. I'm pretty sure from 2017 up until this year, like a few months ago, I didn't actually know your name. No <laughs> Like, way. I, I just knew you as bands. Like, I literally, yeah. every time... <laughs> I'm not Yo, even... even my closest friends to this day call me bands. Like, it's just a thing. Like, the only person that probably calls me by my name is probably my family. No one else. Everyone outside my family literally just says bands because that's what I've branded myself as, you know, and it's just easier to bands. Just, you know I mean? Yeah, just... but the, the worst part is like, 
I genuinely didn't know. Like, <laughs> your close friends knew your name, but still showed right. you to, to call you bands. But I just didn't right. know. You just did, you had no idea. And yeah. then the way I found out, <laughs> this is so funny, because I, I just, in my head, you just bands. But the way right. I found out was, um, I think a few months ago, I don't know when it was it, bro, but someone posted on a story saying, happy birthday to you. And right. it probably must have been your sister, actually, to be fair. But, uh, <laughs> but she or someone else posted and they said your name. And I was like, oh, that's his name. Uh, <laughs> that's sense, sense, that's weird. So that's, that's so funny. Um, tell me something. Where does the name or the nickname All About Bands come from? So funny story, actually, before I started social media and like putting my face on the Internet, making videos, I used to run meme pages um, back in like secondary school and my meme page's name was All About Bands TV, right? Because that username wasn't available at the time, so I just had All About Bands TV. And um, yeah, I grew it to a couple of hundred thousands of followers. I think it was like 400K on Instagram or something like that. And this was when I was like 15 by this, so very young. And um, yeah, it got deleted for copyright. It got disabled. Instagram took it down because, you know, I was just a kid. I was just reposting videos, you know, um, stealing people's content, growing off it. And um, I just forgot to give credit to someone in one of the posts. And then, yeah, that, that just shut off for me. And then I was like, you know what? Why not just keep that name? Because I love that name so much, you know, and like to me, it meant a lot because it, it was like an accomplishment to, you know, like have 400,000 followers and like at the age of 15, I was so gassed. And then I was like, cool, I'm just going to stick to this name. And yeah, bro, that's like the backstory to it. There's not much more to it. All right. So you said that was when you were 15. So how old are you now? Just for everyone listening. I'm 20. All right, cool. So five years ago, that's right. and you just stuck with, with the name, Fair Play. Yeah, I just stuck with the name. <laughs> no, that's cool. And to be fair, like, I'd be gassed as well if I were you 15. Like, yeah, <laughs> all about bands. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was cool because obviously in school, you know, when everyone's school, they would just gas me up and stuff, you know. So it's just like a... <laughs> it's just, you know what I mean? Like, is that you? Ones. Yeah? Oh, you know what I mean? It's <laughs> one of them things. Yeah, no, Fair Play. And so t- tell me something. How did you get started precisely as a content creator so i'm going to say content creator i don't know if you prefer an, a different like label to you to it but i just I, I see you as a content creator really right yeah i mean i do a lot of things outside of content creation but yeah you can call me a content creator <laughs> it's fine so how i got started right um when i was yeah so when my instagram got deleted i was like cool like i'm gonna start making videos for myself now right and i would want other meme pages to post me so that was what was going through my head you know that's how like you know my 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 plan was and like i went to the park like i had an iphone 4s i believe or something something crazy like that and i would make like these gangster madness type videos i don't know if you know but do you know who dario for badman was no. like hamza productions that guy anyways back in the day he was like this crazy urban uh, urban culture content creator and like he would make videos like with his friends in his room you know like it's like a skit type skit type series he was making so I took some inspiration from that. I titled my series Gangster Madness. I asked all my friends to come to the park. And it was basically about like a boy who, um, who you know, who, who has a lot of talent, who has a lot of skill, but he gets trapped, you know, in like the gang lifestyle. Obviously, it was a comedic sort of skit, but that was the approach I was taking. Um, and then I started posting those on Facebook. Um, they did all right. And um, yeah, from then on, I just... I just started making videos like 
at a time, like a year after that, I actually started making gaming videos without my face in it because the reason for that is because um, when I was making those videos, people used to laugh at me, right, um, in secondary school. It wasn't, I wouldn't class it as bullying, but you know when your friends just bust a joke or two and, you know, they just slide like sly comments in within the jokes, you know? Um, so yeah, that may be kind of like insecure and shit. So I deleted those videos, started making gaming videos. And then in year 11, when, you know, everyone's a little bit mature now, you know, growing up, cause that was in year nine. So yeah, in year 11, I was just like, oh yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and, um, put my face in it. And yeah, we're here now. Fair play. And there's a couple of things here that I wanted to touch upon. The first one being, um, you said that you do a lot more things, but so do you want to talk about those before we dive into the content creator part of it? Yeah. So, um, so outside of content creation, like recently, you know, I've started my own uh, marketing agency, um, where we help uh, uh, local businesses digitalize themselves on social media platforms. We help them grow their like social media presence. You know, I do some Facebook ads and, um, and market like I work with music labels to like um, get influencers um, to promote like their artists' music and stuff like that. That's cool stuff, man. I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, no, 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 no nobody really knows that because um, that's just kind of like the back end of stuff, you know. On on the low, yeah, fair play. Yeah. And now back to to the content side of things. I wanted to ask you a few questions in regards to what you mentioned. So, a couple of things. So when you started. What was your right. family's reaction when you were like just doing these random like skits or videos? What was the reaction? That is, that, that is actually a very good question. That's a great question. Um, they actually had no idea, right? <laughs> what? I didn't tell them, right? Until my sister, I believe, saw it on her friend's Facebook or someone's Facebook. Someone reshared it, right? Um, I, I had blocked my sister, my family, everyone on Facebook because you know, like, I didn't want them to know, you know what I mean? It was like a very low-key thing. And um, my sister always supported me, you know what I mean? She's like the backbone to all my bands. Like, if it wasn't for her, there would there were, there is no way I would even be here. You would not be interviewing me. This would not be a thing, right? All about bands would not be a thing if it wasn't for my sister. So um, at first, obviously, my parents were a bit skeptical. They're like, what is he doing? You know what I mean? Like, he should be focusing on his education, blah, 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 blah. But they didn't really take it seriously because I was still young. Like, I, I wasn't at my GCSE level. So they just let me kind of do my thing. They didn't really pay any attention to it. And then GCSE came and obviously... Um, they obviously told me to slow down and stuff um, because, you know, education comes first. You know, they're from India. Like, you know, I'm sure you know how it is. Um, and, yeah, so I did slow down for a bit and then um, did my education, blah, blah, blah. They, they still weren't fully 100% with it. Like, they didn't understand it until um, – until this, is, this was me in sixth form now. Until I got, like, a few brand deals and stuff like that, my sister sat them down and told them, yo, like, you know – this can actually be like a lifestyle. They can act, this can actually be like a full-time job, you know? And, um, yeah. So my sister sat them down. I wasn't in the house and she just explained to them what was happening. And they're like, cool, go for it. And ever since that day, they've been very supportive, you know, like they haven't really questioned, like they always believed in me. Like it wasn't a never, like it was never like a, Oh yeah. Like stop that focus on your education. It was more like do that, but, 
focus on your education first, if that makes sense. Yeah. Obviously, now it's a different story. But back then, that was the sort of mindset that they had. That, that's really cool to hear. But tell me something. When, when you say now is a different story, what right. exactly has changed? Um, by, so now is a different story. It's more like they would, they, they keep pushing me even more now. They're like, yo, like if, they, if I don't do like a video or I don't film, they'll be on my ass and say, yo, like you have to film, you know? Now they're like, cool. Like we know you can balance your education with social media. You know, there's a, there's a lot of potential in social media. Um, just go crazy on it basically. So, so it's because they, they saw you, they saw you prove to them. They that... saw the success, bro. Like they yeah. saw, they saw the numbers, you know, they saw everything coming in. Like when I go to dinners, like with my family, I have like kids coming up to me, taking pictures. Like they see all of that, you know, it's not like they're blindsided to it. Like on my social media, they all follow me, you know, like my, I'm very, I'm very close to my family. Like me, my mom, my dad, and my sister, like I don't hide anything from them, you know, regard like no matter what it is. So now like, they, they've seen it in the last two years, I believe, and they just they just support me more than ever now. No, that's blessed. And also, shout out to Simran. Yes. Big yes. shout out to Simran. She... Big, big shout out to Sim, because if it wasn't for my sister, bro, I would be like, I would be probably like in university. No one would know me. My head would be down. I'm focused on studies, which was never me. You know what I mean? I would have obviously followed my parents advice but my sister is the one who pushed me like she's bro she's like all about she's she's part of all about bands do you know what i mean like i'm the face but behind the camera it's all sim like you don't see it it's all sim yeah uh, no uh, bro, trust me I, I can tell you guys are proper proper clothes like from just seeing like on social media as well like you yeah, man. seen her in a few videos as well um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I was locked down, see, when I was locked down again, she didn't, she didn't ever want to be on camera. When I was locked down, I was like, Sim, please, like, you got to be on camera. Like, I got to do this. You know what I mean? And then she started being in the videos. Like, yes, we play a character on our TikToks. Yes, it's a little bit not how we are in person, but it's a business at the end of the day. And my sister is the one, you know, who always comes through no matter what. No, 100%. Yo, big shout out to Sim. Yeah. She's listening to this. Yeah. Now, walk me through the stage in which you have the courage of making th those videos with your face on. And, and, and the reason why I wanted to explore this a bit more is because, I don't know if, if you saw or not, but I did like a documentary recently on the Gymshark right. 66 um, chapter yeah, of my life. Uh, yeah. For me, that was challenging. Right. Because I'm not used to having cameras on me like pretty much 24-7, not really 24-7, but like every day for 66 days I had cameras on me and it was live moments of me and it was yeah. a bit draining for me because I'm not, maybe now I'm a bit more comfortable because of that experience, but before right. that experience I was so against just posting video. I'm fine with pictures, like I can pose right. in a picture, right. you know, yeah. I, can, I, can, I can retake it, but with the yeah. videos it's a bit long, it's like, it's different, it's yeah. different. so like I want to understand you know, how did you have that courage being so young? Like, let me just whack on a camera and just put my face on it. Because, like, I don't know, a lot of people wouldn't have that type of courage. And I'm, I'm interested in knowing why. Yeah, so um, ever since I was a kid, I've always been 
a very loud individual. Like I've always been naughty in school. Like I always got along with everyone. I'm friends with everyone. I always like, I just didn't care about what other people thought of me since I was a kid, right? So that's just not the mentality I have now. Since I was in secondary school, I was just like, if they, if someone said something to me, they laughed at me. I'm like, yes, what? Do you know? That's just that's that's just what was going on inside of my head. Like, I've always been I've always been a confident guy. Like, I could go up to anyone, and make friends with them. You know what I mean? Ever since I was a kid. Like, I don't I don't know. It probably comes from my mother because my mom's the same. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I didn't really think too much of it. Like, I didn't deep it too much to the point where I'm like, oh yeah, what will people think of me? Like, I just knew that this is what I want to do. So I will go ahead and do it. Do you get it? That's the sort of mentality I had. Even now, like, I still don't care, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, what's going to happen, bro? Like, and what? Okay, someone doesn't like your shit. And what? So what? You know, if it makes you happy, just go for it, bro. Like, because in the end, you know yourself, it's going to be worth it. Mm -hmm. And no one else can tell you otherwise. Big facts. And then you had that little moment where few of your friends or at school whatever yeah that was when i was like after that is when i realized cool like why would i listen to them like who are they you know what i mean and this was obviously in year 11 year 10 when i got the confidence before that obviously i was still a kid i was still thinking about you know like i didn't think too much of it um obviously i would get sad this is year nine we're talking about i was like what 13 14 i don't know and um yeah from then onwards it's just been a like i don't care what you think i'm gonna do me if you like it, cool. If you don't like it, cool. You know. But what changed, right? Because so because you started off, you didn't care, but then you cared a little bit because there was loads of comments flying around on the sly from from people at school. When I start, when I started, I started with the meme page. I didn't start with my face on it. Oh, I see. Got it. Right, right, right. And then I did put my face on it. The Gangster Madness series that I filmed, and then obviously the comments got to me. You know, because I was in school, right. And then I stopped for two years. I didn't do anything for two years. My meme pages stopped, oh, everything stopped. I'm just a normal school kid, right? And then, boom, I was like, cool, I'm going to give this another shot. And then, from then on, boom, you know. And don't get me wrong, I didn't start flying. My numbers didn't kick in until two years ago, you know. It took it took a while. Yeah, like like most good things, mo- most great things, actually. Thanks. Right? Take time. You know? yeah, right. Yeah, that's cool. So you kind of just settled down and you had that mentality, like, I'm going to do me don't care what anyone else has to say like that's just who i am yeah. i'm gonna go for it because what's the worst that can happen right that was sort of your exactly and the thing with me is i love my own company like i love alone time i love like i, I love being alone like i love doing my own thing you know what i mean like i don't get me wrong i'm a very social person i go out you know uh, i have a lot of friends but i'm a very like you know i need my alone time every single day like if I don't have an hour or two at least to myself, like I'll be like, oh, I'll be very tired and stuff. Like I need my alone time. And where I actually found my alone time is when I moved houses from my school. So now like I'm living an hour and a half, two hours away from my school. I'll travel every morning, every afternoon, come back. And I was just, I'll just think to myself on the bus and I'll just imagine like where I could be at, you know, manifest that shit. You know, I was like vision, like, like what I want to do and like, I would just have a lot of space for myself. And I think that's what, you know, that's what made me who I am today. I think it's important, isn't it? Because the most important relationship you can have is the one with yourself. 
No, correct. Yeah, I I do think it's very important. Yeah, I I love music and that's my way of you know like spending time with myself and like I just it's just one of the biggest factors in my life really. Um, music without music, I don't know what I would do, bro. Honestly. Hundred percent. I'm listening to music like all the time, pretty much these days. Yeah, yeah, bro. It's twenty fours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, so now, I want to ask you regarding content. Mm-hmm. Your content, right? What's the type of content that you create, and how has it changed, if anything, since you started? Like, has it changed since it started, and what is it? What's the type of content that that we can see on all about bands? So when I started, um, it was obviously, as you know, the meme page. So it wasn't my content. It was just memes and videos of other people. In terms of my own content, how I started was the skits, uh, the series, the Gangster Madness stuff. And then I started, like, rather than playing a character, I started being myself. So I started doing pranks. I started doing challenges. I started doing... um, um trick questions in public like i would do public interviews because like i said like i've always been outgoing you know i'm very social so i thought that would be a great aspect um in my videos so from then on th- this was all on youtube by the way so tiktok hasn't even come into the play right now um all on youtube still did my sixth form stuff and then two years ago well i started tiktok a year and a half ago but let's just say two years right so two years ago um TikTok came and I was like, cool. So from long form content, I need to make short form content because there's opportunity here. And then I started doing the same stuff I would do in long form, just within 30 seconds or a minute. Then I started doing like, um, there were still skits. So they were like stage skits with like uh, my friends. Um, I would do like um, pranks, like challenges, not, not challenges, but like more pranks in 15, 30 seconds. You know, those like, short short pranks that you would do and then um yeah i would do them i kept on doing it kept on doing them saw saw a lot of success on tiktok and i just started reposting them on youtube and on youtube i don't know why youtube just loved it and then they started pushing it in the algorithm and stuff and here we are at almost half a million subs (laughs) so that's that's mad actually because you hit 100k not long ago right yeah, so right now I'm on like 350, 360, right? But I grew 260 on those in the last two months. That's that's what's crazy because I was <laughs> I was checking your YouTube channel today, right? And I saw 340 or 350k subscribers. Yeah, yeah. And I was yeah. super confused because I was yeah. like, I'm pretty sure I just congratulated this guy like a few weeks 100K, ago yeah. on 100k. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, yeah. I mean. <laughs> Bro, stuff can change overnight, man. Yo, that's what you, I said to you. When I messaged you, I said, you're going to get that meal sooner than you think. Yeah, yeah. I hope so, man. I manifesting, so. manifesting. Yeah, 100%, man. Um, that would be great to have a golden uh, play button. Yo, I already bro. have the silver one now. <laughs> yeah, I saw, I saw your, your your picture on Instagram. Looks yeah, sick. man, it was always it's always been a dream of mine. Like, TikTok was just a stepping stone, you feel me? Um, yeah, YouTube, YouTube, I, I was... I, I always wanted that, you know what I mean? And it's still here, like I look at it every day, like it's just it's just it's a nice feeling, you know what I mean? No, well done. You deserve it as well. You've put in the work, man. I appreciate that. With TikTok, do you feel like the type of content you make 
just fitted better TikTok because you know we're talking about comedy exactly. skits. Exactly, exactly. It, like that's the content that works, right? And yes, I'm a content creator, but I'm I'm more business minded in this industry. Um, I'll do what works. Do you know what I mean? I found something, and there is no reason to fix something that's not broken. If it's pulling in numbers, if it's you know bringing in followers, like engagement's going crazy. Why on earth would I want to switch up the content? You know, so I kept on doing the same style of content. Involves my friends; they all play characters. Um, and yeah, man, um, yeah, it just it just fit in well, and the for you page loves me. <laughs> it does. It's, it's a big shout out to the for you page. <laughs> the for you page changed my life, bro. Literally, yeah, shout out TikTok, man. TikTok really did change my life on a, on, a, on a massive scale, bro. Yeah, big up TikTok. I know you guys are listening. Um. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you never know, bro. My manager, TikTok, bro. I love you. If you're watching, yeah, we love you, TikTok, 100. I um, wanted to dive back into the point where you decided to go for TikTok. You right. said you saw opportunity here. Why? What was it that you saw in TikTok that made you think? you know what, this could work. Because, you know, we've had things like Vine in the past. We've had all, all those other apps that didn't really work out. Or if they did, they worked out for a short-term span. So what made right. you think that, okay, TikTok's the one? Um, I actually still did tap in quite late to TikTok, right? I, I, that's how I feel anyway, because my friends tapped in earlier than me, right? So this is why I say two years ago I started TikTok, because two years ago is when it actually started taking off. I started a year and a half ago, so that leaves a six-month time gap between when people jumped on it and when I jumped on it. And within the six months, I saw so many content creators, so many, um, so many people transferring from other platforms to TikTok and just blowing up on the platform, right? Within those six months, I was like, shit, like, why am I not on TikTok? Because I'm seeing people grow. I'm seeing, like, the numbers come in for them. So I'm like, cool, let me jump on it. Then another six months, I, I started making videos. It wasn't, it was like, man, results were all right. I was getting like 100k a month. It was whatever, right? And then that, after that, after me being on TikTok for six months is when I started uh, taking off. And funny story, actually, when I hit 1 million followers on TikTok, right? This was like, I think, seven months since I started, something like that, right? When I hit 1 million followers, TikTok called me up in the morning, right? Like 8 a.m., 9 a.m., like, like my my partner manager at TikTok called me saying, "Yo, like, do you want to bring your friends and do you want to come to TikTok, um, the, the, their headquarters, um, which was in Central, right, for a meeting or wherever? Like, they just like to bring in creators, you know." So we went and we obviously spoke about it. They congratulated me X Y Z. Like, there was a bunch of us who were just talking, um, just just speaking with like our managers and seeing you know what we can do in the future. And by the time I stepped out of that building, I was verified. On TikTok, I got that blue tick. Yo. Right? At a million, by the way, which is it's still quite late. Some people get it at half a million. But, like, in the morning, I was like, like, I was like, shit, bro. Like, I walk into that building and I walk out and I, I'm already verified. Like, I, I didn't check my phone. And we all went crazy outside the TikTok office. Because not, it wasn't just me. All my friends got verified, whoever went there. It was ridiculous. It was so it was such a surreal moment. Like, I still remember it to this day. I check my phone, I see a Bluetooth, I'm like... Because that was the first platform I've ever been verified on. Yeah. Then I got verified on Snapchat, Triller, 
And yesterday, actually, I got verified on YouTube. So only Instagram is left. Okay, Instagram, we're coming for you next. <laughs> we're coming we for are, you next. We are indeed, we are that's sick. That, that's that's actually crazy. It must have been yeah. must have been a great feeling as well. It was crazy because I was it was all it was together. You know, it was like right, right. Me and my boys started TikTok together, and we got verified together. We're gaining followers together. Like all my friends are on like millions of followers as well. So like it's like we started together. And we're like we're still hitting those same numbers together. Do you know what I mean? Started from the bottom, yeah? Now we're here. <laughs> <laughs> not yet, not yet, not yet. <laughs> no, but fair, fair play, you, you guys put in the work as well. And, you know, yeah, you, say, you say you were late. Clearly not that late. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just jumped on TikTok, like, this year, so... <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> and I haven't even started creating... Actually, I might have by the time this comes out, who knows. Um, but I just jumped on... I'm always so late. And this is the thing, right. but again, I'm not... Why? Why? Why is that? I don't know, bro, but I'm always so late to any sort of, like, you talk about Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook. I right. jumped on these platforms way, way beyond the time that I should have. And I don't know what it is, but I just, when I see a platform, I don't think to myself, oh, let me jump on it right now. I always think, let me see how, how it does. And then later because I'm not too bothered about it, I'll jump on it. And again, it happened with Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. Twitter as well, TikTok as well. But TikTok, I do think to myself, ooh, I should have jumped way, way, way before because now Eric, I see the value of it. I see the value of it. Eric, it's like, yes, it's cool if you jump on like first, but you got to remember, it's not about who does it first. It's about who does it the best. 100% quality. You still, there's still so much room for opportunity on TikTok at least. Instagram is dead, in my opinion, in terms of content creation. The algorithm is fucked. Like, Hope they're not listening. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Instagram, Instagram is cool. I love Instagram. Bro. Yeah, yeah, we love Instagram. <laughs> no, 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 I, get, I hear you. It, it's true, though. TikTok, it's, it's, TikTok is where it's at, man, honestly. Um, in my opinion, at least. No, no, no. I, I, I respect that. And I see the value of it. When I jumped on the platform, and just, again, I'm just consuming content at this point. I'm not creating right. it. But... Just right. by consuming, I'm like, oh, I understand why everyone was hyping TikTok. I get right. it now right. because right. it's just the algorithm is so beautiful. It's sh- it yeah, shows right. you what you like. It, right. And it sounds so simple. Oh, it shows you what you like and what you want to see. But, but it, it right. does. Like, I mean, it, and it's, this is why you're now going to see Instagram. I don't know if you, if you heard, but they're repurposing the way their platform is going to work. Correct. Yeah. To, com- so video now, yeah. to compete with uh, TikTok. They, the first move of competition was throwing out reels instagram reels yes. was made just to compete against tiktok but now they're realizing that reels is not enough they need to repurpose yeah. the platform and, and it, reels, reels was still such a success um oh yeah for them, um, so. because people bro people these days have been killing you on reels as well you know what i mean and reels is actually boosted you know like the algorithm boosts reels so it just encourages more people to create content on there yeah, hundred percent. And I think that we're going to see more sh- shifts in Instagram platform-wise too. Yes, yes. In the in, in terms of the scrolling feed as well, like I heard, rather than showing like pictures, um, there'll be like eighty percent videos and twenty percent pictures or something like that. And then slowly, slowly, they're just going to transform into a video platform. Which is weird because you, I don't think of Instagram as being that that guy. You're not that guy. Like Instagram, you're not that guy. Oh, girl, <laughs> <do> you know <laughs> <what I> mean? <laughs> that's funny yeah it's just not like i think of instagram for pictures i never think of it for videos like i'm not saying people don't check reels 
I'm sure they right. do because reels have been successful. But like, oh, yeah. I don't think about oh, let me see some funny videos and jump on on Instagram reels. I I think about TikTok, right? So yeah, I will, it'll be interesting to see how they repurpose the platform to get people yeah. to actually jump on it versus TikTok. I don't know how that's gonna work, to be honest. Yeah, social media is um, it's very interesting because you don't know what's gonna come out next or how they're gonna do it, especially as a content creator. And that leaves room for for adaptation because. If you think about the time where Snapchat came, it was popping, right. stories and everything, and then right. Instagram said, oh, I want a bit of that. And, and then Instagram started stories, and I don't know if you remember this, but everyone's reaction in the beginning was like, oh, what is this? Instagram stories, yes. it, it, it's not yeah. the same, it doesn't hit the same, they're just copying Snapchat. But guess what? People now use Instagram stories more than they do Snapchat stories. Correct. Right? Snapchat's blown out the water. Yeah, really. And I know Snapchat tried to revive themselves with just giving rewards to to content creators. And we'll talk about this a bit in a bit, like money, like yeah. you know, for posting videos and stuff like that. But it's just not right. enough to get people on Snapchat. So you never right. know. I mean, we might see Instagram do something similar again. I don't know. I don't know. It's gonna be hard, but we might. We might. They've see. already started. Instagram have already started monetizing um, IGTV. I don't know if you know, um, obviously by the time this comes out, it'll, it'll probably be launched um, um, given the time scale that you told me. But um, IGTV is starting to get monetized on the three minute plus content. Um, so like long form content as well, they're trying to tap into. That's interesting. What do you prefer, long term or short term? Maybe long form or short term. I mean, long, so, form, yeah, long form or, or, or short form, yes. It depends. Like I'm a fan of both, but if I'm... But if I want to, um, I don't know, bro, I, I, I want to do both. Like on YouTube, I want to do long form. And on Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, I want to do short form. But me personally, I prefer short form because one, like people's um, attention span isn't what it used to be. It's very quick now. And two, it's just easier to make, easier to edit. It's just very convenient, you know? Don't get me wrong, long form content, like you'll get like the loyalty of the audience will be much greater than what it is on short form content. But short form content is much more like time convenient and it's just it's just on the go, you know, it's easy to do, easy to make, and yeah, it doesn't require much effort. No, I I hear you, I hear you. And I think it's good to be a hybrid as well, because you oh, never know. Yeah. We, you never know with social media, you never know. Yeah. <laughs> you never know, bro. You actually never know. It could it could you switch, never know. Could switch over yeah. Are there any content creators you look up to? Like may maybe whilst you were on the come up, would were, were there any content creators in specific that you looked up to and you're like, you know what, that guy or that girl, it's they're sick. Like I like their content and I wanna make you know, I want to make it like they they did or something like that. Do you have any? Nah, not really. Like, I never... Um, the only person I can probably think of that I will probably get some inspiration from is back in my YouTube days. Um, you know, when I was just starting out, like I, like I told you, I'd look up to, like, Hamza Productions, Adam Saleh, Fusi Chu. Back in the day, this was five years ago, but, like, ever since I started TikTok, I just did my own thing. Like, I never really looked up to people. Like, I would just scroll get inspiration from a bunch of people, add my own twist to it. Um, but I've never had like an idol or a celebrity like I, like I want to be like, you know? Like I don't, I was just kind of doing my thing, just going with the flow. Yeah, just fascinated by the space. Yeah. Yeah. Now let's talk about something that I think a lot of people will be interested in, which is what are the pros and cons of being in the content creator space? So pros, 
money. <laughs> um, <the fact> <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is, bro, this is your podcast. I'm gonna keep it real, right? Yeah, no, I appreciate uh, that. Uh, obviously, like clout or fame or whatever you want to classify, like it's like you know, people will come up to you in the street, like you know, like you you'll feel a good you'll you'll feel good about yourself. You know what I mean? Like raw, like people actually watch my stuff. Um, pros is that if if you you know you can manage to make it a full time job. You can work whenever you want and wherever you want. Um, it's very flexible. Um, uh, yeah, in terms of pros, that, that does, that's all I can think of really. It's like, it gives you the freedom to do what you want to do. You're not at a desk doing a nine to five. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it just, it just, you can like, let's say tomorrow I wake up and say, yo, like, I don't want to work. Like, I don't want to film. I don't have to, you know, because I'm my own boss. Like, no one's going to tell me, yo, all right, come at 9 a.m., you have to do this, this, this. And you know what I mean? Very flexible, in a nutshell. Cons, it's a very dirty industry. It's a very evil industry. Um, if you don't have numbers, nobody respects you. Um, if you don't have numbers, you get looked down upon. Um, and if, you know, you tap into the wrong market, um, and you're on the street, let's say, like you can get into trouble, like problems just come to you. Like I have, I've, I've never personally had that, but I've had friends who, who have like tapped into the UK market, and you know, like when they're walking on the street, like a roadman, and they, they're like a, their friends will come up to them and they'll just start pressuring them, and like, like my friend got robbed like the other day, you know, just for making videos online. Um, that's a con, and. Yeah, bro, I don't think there's many cons um, to social media, like being a content creator. Like if you love it, you enjoy it, it will give you the freedom that you want. And that's one of the biggest reasons why I decided to do this. Mud. No, that's cool. And by the way, I appreciate you keeping it real. Like, and that's what people yeah, want to know. Yeah, of course, bro. Like, yeah, man. Like, it's you. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what people want to know, bro. Like, at the end of the day, yeah, we're not going to shoot. This is my first ever podcast. Like, I've never been on a podcast. I'm just going to spit facts. You know, I'm not going to sit here and like sugarcoat stuff because there's no need to. Like, I don't care. You know what I mean? No, hundred percent. And and we're not here for that. Do you know what I mean, we we we're here for what's real because at the end of the day, people have this glamorized idea of what something can be. Like, well, we're just going to give. Oh, bro. Version. One of the things I mean, I forgot to mention is that it's very hard. Like, it's very competitive. Not everyone can do it. It's a it's a very um, like I said, it's a very dirty industry, bro. Yeah, there's there's a lot of creators, especially now as well. Yeah. Back in the days, yeah, back in the days. And yeah. now it's just on the rise, bro. It's like it's rising exponentially. Every day, these everyone wants to be a content creator these days. Everyone wants to be an influencer. Everyone wants to do this. Everyone wants to do that. But not everyone's built for it. You know what I mean? No, actually, it's not that not everyone's built for it. Not everyone's willing to put in the work. That's really right. what it is. Because yeah, we we all, we all know what we need to do in order to do right. something. But whether right. we're, we're able to bridge that gap is a different story. Yeah, not everyone not everyone can do it, bro. Like, bro, I didn't see results for two years. And I was a teenager just making videos for no reason, right? Just <laughs> I was just putting out on the internet. Yeah, yeah. I was just having fun. Yes, a couple of people would take pictures of me, whatever, but I was not monetizing it. Nothing was coming out of it, but, you know, just the popularity in school. And not everyone can do that for two years. People will stop after three months, six months, a year, because I've seen them. I've seen people 
you know, my own friends that I've tried to, you know, make videos with and stuff. And they just couldn't do it, you know what I mean? Like, the dedication just isn't there. Mm-hmm. Which is fine, because, you know, the, some people want something, some other people don't want, you know, the same things. I think we live in a world where people want things like, just today, like tomorrow, yeah. yeah, tomorrow, today. Exactly. Like, I, I do something today, I need to see the results, like, in the next hour, otherwise it's not, it's not meant to be, but, you know, it's like, most, right. like I said, most great things take time. Yeah, for sure, man, for sure. Right. Let's jump into the what's question segment. It's a segment which uh, has a bunch of random rapid fire questions, nothing to do with the episode, literally just questions to get to know you a little bit better because I'm sure people will appreciate knowing a bit more about all about bands. Um, yeah. So, ready for that? Yeah, let's do it. All right. What's your favorite dessert? Uh, cake. Cake. All right. Fruit cake. Fruit. I was, I was going to ask you which one. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, fruit cake. Coffee or tea? Tea. Chai. Masala chai. You know them Indian teas, bro? Like yes, they hit, sir. They're not the same as the British teas, <laughs> as the coffees. It just doesn't hit different, bro. All my Asian people listening are like, yeah, yes, hey, hey, Shout out to all my Asian dogs. <laughs> all right, cool. Um, suits or tracksuits? Tracksuits. Yes, sir. I like being comfy. That's not to say I'm not gonna I'm gonna wear a tracksuit to a wedding, you know what I mean? But like <laughs> in my daily life, like tracksuit, like I would I don't even prefer jeans, you know what I mean? Like we just had this conversation before it started. Yeah, like, we did. It's just comfy, you know what I mean? Yeah. What's your favorite brand at the moment, clothing wise? Oh, probably H&M, you know. And we keep it rolling. Like H&M, high quality. You know, reasonable price, the design's bang on. And so comfortable. The hoodies are so good from there. So comfortable. <laughs> 100%. Right. Um, what is your favorite social media platform? TikTok. Right. No, no, no. I changed my mind. Instagram. <laughs> no, no, no. TikTok. No, no. <laughs> bro, I can't decide. Like, I'm not a bro. Like, I just... Now, bro, they're, they're all killers, all of them, all of them, all of them. <laughs> like, all of them. It's so funny you said Instagram, and then a few minutes ago, you're like, Instagram. I was just bashing IG, saying it's dead in it. <laughs> no, that's fair. I, it's like, like picking your favorite child, really. Yeah, no, no, no. I, bro, all of them, as a collective, changed my life, so I have to give respect to every single one of them. Okay, cool. So shout out to all of them. Shout out to all of them by Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I would be so funny if someone from Instagram was listening to this. That's jokes. All right. Um, and then last but not least, what type of cuisine in food are you are you into? So I'm so used to Indian because my family's Indian, my mom cooks Indian, but I like Indo-Chinese. Yes, so bang. I think that's the... That's a nice, nice cuisine. Like Chinese is definitely up there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, 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 I'm not a big fan to be honest, but my brother, he absolutely he loves, loves it. it. He loves it. One, I was like, your brother, your brother knows. You need to, you need to be on it, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> I need to just where it's at, bro. Uh, we'll, we'll link up one of these days and, and yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll grab some Chinese. Hundred percent. Right. So that finishes the rapid fire. So it was a bit quick. Um, back to the to the episode. You mentioned that all the platforms that you use have collectively made you to be in a position that you are. 
yeah. one thing that we haven't touched upon yet, which I'm very curious to know, is numbers. Do you ever obsess over the numbers and the statistics on the platforms? Tell me a bit more about that. Yes, yes, I do. Because if you don't, like, you have to. Like, like, like I told you at the start, like, I'm more of a, like, a very business-minded individual, all right? And it's not like I go crazy over numbers saying, yo, oh, my God, like, I, this needs to bang. If it doesn't bang, cool. Like, your video was shit. Move on, you know? I'm not like a guy where numbers cannot ruin my mood, if that's the question you're asking. Like, they don't affect me to a point where in my real life I'm like, oh, shit. Like, that video didn't do well. Like, damn it. Like, it doesn't ruin my mood. Okay. But, yes, I, I, I'll be like, oh, yeah, cool. Like, I wish it did better. You know, it's not like I'm obsessed with it, but it's very important because without numbers in social media, you're nothing. And that's just the sad truth. Do you ever feel pressure from that? From like making the videos that need to bang, that need to slap, because you need to continue that momentum of what you're building in your brand? Um, not anymore. Not anymore. Um, before I used to. Um, now, like, so for example, on TikTok, like, I feel no pressure because even if I upload like a shit video, it will probably still do good numbers. You know what I mean? Because um, that's because I, just because we, I'm, I'm at a point where I like I can just you know do that. But back in the day, yes, for sure. Like if I if if a video hit like five million views, I'm like oh shit! Like my next TikTok has to do ten mil. Like it, it just has to keep going up and up and up, right? But in life, that's not the case. You know, so you're gonna have ups, you're gonna have downs. Um, so yeah. Next question I have for you is, do you think that in the current space and the current way that content creation works and, and just the way that it, it's becoming, do you think that content creators slash influencers are underlooked? Or were they ever underlooked? And, and if so, uh, how? Yes, um, maybe like two years ago before TikTok, influencers were underlooked um now i feel like they're very um i think the industry is very and like not even the industry the people like to influencers they they're very respectable now like well much more than they were before if that's what you're asking yeah so so you think there's still a bit of that in the space but it's decreasing as oh yeah for sure by 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 large amounts because like now people realize, you know, the value, like people scrolling on Instagram, like their whole life is looking at other people. If you're not a content creator, you're consuming content, right? There's, there's only two types of people on social media, content creators and people who consume content. There's no in between, right? And if you're not a content creator, you're consuming content, which means, you know, you kind of have to put respect on people who make the content you consume. So slowly, slowly, obviously back then it was a little bit like different, but now it's changing to a point where people kind of look up to influencers in a sense, rather than look, they're not looked down upon anymore. Yeah, social status, isn't it? Yeah, correct. But what about businesses? Businesses are also content creators. Yeah, but do you think people had more trouble back then trying to secure these partnerships, brand deals and, and so on and so forth. Oh, in terms of that? Yeah, um, in terms, of, yeah, in terms of that. Oh, yeah, yeah, most definitely. Over the last uh, a year, like, like 
because of COVID, because of lockdown, retail was completely deaded off. It was completely shut, right? Then people realized, cool, like, the only thing that's available to us to promote is either television or social media. And nobody watches TV no more, right? So social media is where it's at. Now, all these companies realized the power of social media. Like, in the last year, everything boomed. Everyone's numbers were crazy. Like, um, online revenue stores, like they, they were, their revenues were insane. Like, e-commerce went up. Everything on the internet went up last year because that's what people were basically doing in lockdown, right? And brands realized this, and now almost every influencer can get a brand deal. <laughs> it's just it's not hard to get a brand deal, right? Because companies want exposure. If you have the right demographic. You're set because without exposure, companies will fail. The only question on the company's like mind is where to post the content and where to promote. The marketing landscape has completely shifted and changed. Correct. Do you yeah. think that the pay is fair? The what is fair? The pay. The pay. Um. It depends on the influencer because some influencers realize their value and others do not. Those who do not realize their value and charge cheap, cheap amounts to brands, they lower the overall market price, which means the people who do realize their value suffer. So this was a thing going on in TikTok like maybe six months ago where influencers with like two mil would charge like significantly less amounts than they should just for the sake of, you know, securing regular brand deals. Then the brand thinks, yo, like if this influencer with 2 million is charging this much, why am I paying another influencer with 2 million this much? So the market price is based, like, like we set the market price, the influencers set the market price as a collective. That's and right now, I believe it is fair. I believe... No, actually, I believe influencers are underpaid right now. I agree. I, I agree. I, I actually do believe they're very, um, they're still underrated. Like the influence brands still, like I don't feel like are paying influencers as much they should because they're getting a much greater ROI, right? So from a business's perspective, yes, it's very smart. Go crazy. But from a content creator's perspective, it's like, like yikes you know like i agree i think i think what what's happening is people think about effort versus reward and when they think about effort they think that creators are just posting a couple of pictures making a couple of videos and that's that on your phone but they yeah. don't see the amount of work that actually goes into choosing and curating the right content to post into how right. to make sure that the, the keywords and search engine optimization is there like i don't think businesses have a full context of what a creator actually does in order to pull those numbers that then benefit them. Correct. And keep in mind from a, from, from the content creator's perspective, it's not like you can't think of it like, wow, this brand is paying me thousands of pounds for one video, right? You have to think of it like, wow, finally this brand is paying me after the two years of hard work I put in. Do you get it? So it's not like a thing where like, Oh shit, yeah, quick 15 seconds. All right, cool, nice bag secured. But in your head, like, you got to remember, you put years into this, right? 
so the content creators that don't realize that the money is um, based on the years you put in versus the amount of effort you put in is where the price gap happens, you know? It's where the money sort of uh, changes. It's, it's experience and, and skill and, and what, you, what you're able to and capable of doing. And I think, right. I think it's changing. I think now business are, but businesses actually now have dedicated budget to make yeah. to yeah. make these big numbers and, and to invest into what is going to benefit them in the long term. So I think things are changing Correct. slightly, but I agree with you. I, I think what you said there was something that I never thought about, which was collectively all of the creators are kind of setting a standard and a bar without realizing yeah. for everyone else. And yeah. that, that then yeah. has a, either a knock up or knock down effect. Right. In, exactly. And I never thought about that. So that's, that's, that's crazy. They mentioned there. Yeah. Last, not last actually, second to last question that I have for you is what were the challenges or what were like the biggest challenges that you had in your come up or your journey that you're still on of being yeah. a content creator? Uh, challenges, my, my only and my biggest challenge was balancing social media with my education. Because... Um, yeah, that's the only thing I can think of. Like, I haven't really had much. The only other challenge is just like it's very time-consuming, but that's not really a challenge. That's part of the process. <laughs> that comes I don't with the job. It, <laughs> I, I enjoy this. You know what I mean? So I don't really look at it as a job. Like making videos is fun to me. So, but yeah, the challenge was the education versus social media. Like, yeah, I got to focus on my studies, but then at the same time, I got to make videos. Um, it's just balancing both of them, you know, and finding a middle ground. Yeah. No, that's that, that's that's great great input actually because it is a balancing act at the end of the day yeah it is yeah you mentioned it's time consuming which it really really truly is yeah for sure talk to me about that process so in terms of time um youtube is of course the most time consuming platform um and then obviously like i would go and meet my friends in central london or like let's say a town near me like kingston like that would take me like 20 minutes 20 minutes to get back to half an hour an hour like, I, like, I've never been the one to create content indoors. I've always been an outgoing person, like I said. So, like, you know, just traveling to places, making the content, coming back, editing, posting. It just adds up, you know, time adds up. Um, you do all of that by yourself, right? Yes. Well, obviously, now I have now it's a little bit different. I have, like, a team. But before I used to do it by myself, yes. And what's the process of creating like do you just like write down ideas like what, what, do you have do you want to give any insights onto how that yeah, works so, for you? <laughs> funny enough like before covid in the summer i would just go out without any content ideas <laughs> just talk to my boys and just come up with something there and then on the spot and it would bang right millions of views but now it's a little bit like yeah now i'm a little bit more organized because keep in mind back then it was like it was a hobby, it was fun, it was whatever, it was chill. Now it's like, cool, you got to be strategic, you got to, you know, take the right approach to things, like what you want to do, how you want to do it, and maintain that level of standard you set. Um, and yeah, now I'm a little bit more organized, like I will plan my stuff before I go out, get it done, come home, edit it, and, you know, just, just post, really. You sound very business-minded throughout this podcast you you sound very business-minded very very sort of on top of things and very strategic yeah. with, with what you're doing right I'm, I'm assuming that's uh a consequence of being a content creator 
or is that just something that yeah. you're always into? Uh, no, no, no. This is definitely and purely because of social media. Like, I had to learn everything myself. I had to observe everything myself. I had to understand the market by myself. No one really helped me. Um, and it's just when you do everything by yourself, you learn how to set up, edit, post, figure out the algorithm, do this, do that. You just become like, you just become like the jack of all trades. Do you know what I mean? Uh, you just figure out how to do everything by yourself. And once you do that, you're set, really. Did you spend a lot of time understanding how the social platforms work, like the algorithms? Yes. And, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. Like, when I was, like, going crazy on TikTok, by that I mean, like, posting two, three videos a day. Now I don't really do that. Now I'm a little bit less frequent because I'm quite busy. But when I used to do two, three videos a day, I would... Um, I would scroll for two, three hours a day. Just scroll, just consume content, see what's up. And just go from there and plan and move forward, you know? And not I wasn't even scrolling for research purposes. It was just more the fact that I actually enjoyed consuming the content on TikTok. Like, it's a very addictive app. And subconsciously, I just learned. And, for example, when Reels came on, did you realize straight away that, okay, Reels is going to be pushed in the algorithm because that's something that Instagram's trying to cultivate? So Reels, I actually, Reels I actually got early access to. Um, I got it a week before everyone because my partner manager at Instagram, just, there was a selective group of content creators, right? And when I posted the video, my first ever videos are like 6 million views on Reels. <laughs> yeah, on Reels. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't keep consistent at it because I just wanted Instagram to be more of a... Um, like you said, a picture platform. Like I, I, I only wanted to post my pictures there, right? And it was just like a, it wasn't like a TikTok. It's not a TikTok style platform, you know. So I wanted to keep my TikTok style videos on TikTok, and Instagram. I'd be like my more authentic self. Um, but yeah, I tried the reels. It did well. Um, I did it for a little bit, and yeah, I just kind of, kind of just kept focusing on TikTok, and like my attention was more towards TikTok always. No, makes sense. So do you plan content, do you schedule it in, do you, you have all of that across all platforms? Is that how your strategy is? Yeah, like, I don't have a calendar where I say, okay, cool, this video is <laughs> going up on this day on this platform, blah, blah, blah. I just kind of do, I just kind of go with the flow, you know? Fairly, 100%. That's cool. Now, last question that I have for you, and I think possibly a lot of people will benefit from hearing you uh, answer this. As you know, there's a lot of people right now that are jumping on the bandwagon and it's just like everyone wants to be a content creator, an influencer right. or, or social media star, whatever, whatever the term right. we want to use, right? Everyone wants to be on it now because everyone sees the value now. Correct. Regardless of that demand, in regards to the supply side of things, do you have yeah. any advice for people who are aiming to become content creators do you have any tips any top tips any advice that you can give to people who want to be the next all about bands cool so this is gonna sound very cliche and i'm sure they've all heard this a million times but consistency is everything and don't get me wrong like i personally don't feel as if the quality of the videos has to be perfect i don't think you should go after being a perfectionist but more so you got to be in people's faces, right? By that, what I mean is when you post so much content on the internet, 
they're going to see your face, right? Whether it be today, tomorrow, day after, you know, next month. If you keep posting, keep posting, they're eventually going to either unfollow you because you're spamming or two, start to like you. And I do believe consistency is where it's at. Like, it's, that's just, there's no hidden secret. Like, it's not like a, you need like the highest quality of videos. It's not that, bro. I started filming on my iPhone 4S, you know what I mean? Just consistency is where it's at, man. That's interesting, especially because in your YouTube channel, the description is something along the lines of uh, just a boy with a camera and a dream. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's like the bias sort of on my because I've had it for years. I just didn't want to change it, so it's just there. No, and it's cool, and it kind of speaks to these, which is like just start. Yeah, and I am. I still am that same boy with a, like a dream. You know, I still don't think you know I'm at where I where I want to be. Um, there's still a long way to go. Um, but it's definitely it's definitely you know gradual and it's getting there. Yeah, consistency is key. Thank you. Yeah. I I appreciate that. We have two final segments before we close off. Next segment is the who's next segment. So that's basically just me asking you, who do you think would be good to see on the podcast next? Who do you think is suitable? Just give a shout out to three people. It can be anyone that you know, maybe someone in your industry, in your space. Just give a shout out to three people yep. who you think would be great to come on the podcast next. Okay, so first, um, you can interview any one of my friends on my <laughs> TikTok uh, videos, like Sango, you know, Zong, Nick, like they're all my friends. They, they, they all have crazy stories. Like we've all had such a crazy journey. Like you, it's definitely interesting. You know how like mine is with like education, like my parents and blah, blah, blah. We, we all have different stories, so they're cool. Um, you should definitely, uh, another person would be um, this guy called Jack Wicks. He's like a real estate entrepreneur. Um, he's very cool. Uh, he's one of my good friends. He's helped me out a lot. And my sister. Simran. Interview Sim. The great character. No, that sounds good. Yeah, she 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 is sick. Shout out to Sim. Yeah. And, uh, like I said, you know, she's the backbone, so 100%. You'll definitely know. No, we'll, yeah. we'll, 100%. Shout out to all the, the people that you mentioned. Um, we'll definitely be in touch soon and see if we can make the, those those um, podcast episodes happen. Right. Yeah. Tradition of the, epi- of the episode, tradition of the podcast, right? Final question for you, Bans. What's up and what's next for you? What's up and what's next? So right now, um, I'm still the same. I'm just chilling, still making videos right now. Um What's next is I want to start, um, I don't know, I want to start doing something outside of social media, but still related to social media, you know what I mean? Like, I want to vertically integrate in businesses um, and um, just do something more, uh, more along like the e-commerce side and more behind the scenes than on camera. Um Obviously, at the same time, still balancing the camera stuff. But, um, yeah, I just want to go step back a little bit and get more involved in the business side of things because I've always been, you know, that type of guy. That's cool. Uh, and I can't wait to see where you pull out the bag next because, <laughs> again, everything everything you, you do, you put your mind to it. And I appreciate you coming on today. I know we've been talking about Thank you for having me, man. Getting I busy. appreciate it. It's my first ever podcast, so yes, I'm sir. really excited for it. Yes, so first one, let's go. And 
again just to reiterate something that I think you already know man your consistency like really came came to sh- to show like I guess your family primarily right in yeah, early stages yeah. but then like everyone else I, like I always speak about this and I always preach about hard work like it don't matter like hard work will eventually get you where you need to be you just got to be willing to put in the work and bro you've put in the work and where you I know you say oh I'm not where I want to be that's fine because you are in a place now where five years ago maybe you you were hoping and praying that you could I I never expected I would be yeah and and big shout out to you because you've put in the work and you're showing everyone that you know if you keep pushing the boundaries you you can achieve good things so bro big shout out to you and well done to to everything you achieved and if you guys have enjoyed today's episode then please make sure to listen to the next podcast to find out what's up and what's next